and welcome to another episode of The Trendy Scoop. I'm your host Claudia Savage and we have such a great show coming up today. Uh, our guests are Michaela McConville, who has been making all the amazing style content that you could look for on Instagram and on TikTok. I'm going to be chatting to her about body positivity, about how to look and feel great in your clothes and also some of the biggest trends that we can expect to see in spring and summer 2021 and that's for men and women's fashion. And I'm also going to be chatting to Derry Band Levengro about their new single Get Out, about creating their music video and about their musical influences, what they've been doing over lockdown and all that good stuff. And then of course we're going to have our regular TV and film updates with Emma Walton and Neve Bell. That is all coming up on this week's episode of The Trendy Scoop. First up on this week's episode of The Trendy Scoop, I am lucky enough to get chatting to Michaela McConville, which is a name that you can find her by on Instagram or Michaela.McConville on TikTok. On these platforms, she's been making amazing fashion inspiration videos, which I think we all need coming into spring and summer. And she's also been inspiring confidence through her body positivity posts. I'm going to be chatting to her about her content and about what she's been getting up to. And I'm now joined by Michaela McConville, who's making some amazing uh, style content on TikTok and on Instagram. Uh, Michaela, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me on International Women's Day. Look at us today. I know, we're already wrapping the gals today. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what, we'll have to talk about this first. You were telling me before, and I think this is crazy. This is the first time you have ever used Zoom. Like, no, I've never used Zoom, like, ever. I literally had been sitting all weekend trying to figure out how to get Zoom working because I haven't used it. I'm a nail technician, so I don't need to, like use Zoom for work or anything so I feel like I'm missing out so I'm finally getting to do this it's great no, <laughs> I actually, I actually feel bad for being the one that put you on it like you could have got you should you just should have deserved like a medal for getting through the whole pandemic without ever using Zoom oh my god I've never used it I just use FaceTime so I literally the links and all I was like what is this what is this <laughs> but it's fine it worked okay as long as you can see me I know honestly you're lucky that you haven't used it because anyone that has used zoom extensively knows that it's a curse I can't wait to coronavirus is over and I never have to use zoom again in my life oh girl I can't wait coronavirus is over full stop get me out of the house <laughs> <laughs> so it's just start off tell us a little bit about yourself where you're from uh, all that good crack okay well I'm 23 um, so I'm really, really old and I'm from Abigallon, so it's just outside Largan. Um, it's literally the middle of nowhere, so um, there's not a lot going on, to be honest. Um, and yeah, like fashion would really just be like my main thing. And I like to sing sometimes too, but only sometimes. <laughs> only when you're feeling it. Yeah. Uh, so what is your like sort of background in fashion and how... Did you go about cultivating like the style that you have now? Oh God, right. Um, honestly, my like main like person for style has always been Harry Styles. Yeah, and I honestly like from since I was twelve, like I've literally anything he's worn, which is so weird because you would think, oh, like I'll go for like a female celeb, like no anything Harry Styles wore I wore like and I suppose like that has like influenced my fashion like when he's grown up and I've been grown up like that's kind of influenced it a bit more mm -hmm. so like with the funky colors and all now like I'm so obsessed and um, and then I suppose my mommy as well like she is a big she's fashionista like she loves clothes so like I think she is probably where like the clothes thing came from like my fashion inspo now we've completely different styles mm -hmm. but and sometimes the things I wear like the zebra print jeans or something she'd be like what are they what are they there's but, nothing there's nothing like, worse than the judgment of a northern Irish mommy like. no but you know what she's like if you like it it's fine <laughs> sometimes she'll come out and stuff and I'm like whoa no 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 take that off yeah but I suppose like she is always dressed so well and like like she will tell me if something's not nice so I suppose like from a really young age she would be, would have been the biggest influence and then I worked in retail like I've worked in retail since I was 16 so I've been around clothes forever uh -huh. so um 
yeah and then I worked in Topshop a couple of years ago and the girls okay. there they all just they all just dress amazing like every single one of them like every single one of my friends dress so differently so you just t- like end up taking wee bits from each person do you know what I mean yeah yeah so that's probably it uh, so there's definitely a focus on body positivity, like mixed in with your mm. fashion content. So, yeah. and a good uh, good question on this International Women's Day. But what mm-hmm. does body positivity mean to you? And how did you sort of like, obviously, you like your whole Instagram, all your TikToks, just absolutely mm. radiate confidence. Like, how did you get to that point? Thank you. Um, do you know what? It actually took this year to get me to that point. Like, I don't know whether lockdown has like give me a personality change or something but um it really did like this year I kind of just looked at everything and I was like oh my god like why am I so ashamed of how I look like what's the point like especially like a couple of weeks ago I don't know if you've seen my Instagram post like with lockdown being lifted like my first thought was oh my god I need to lose weight yeah what like why was that my first thought and I suppose like some of my like two of my best friends like I don't look like my best friends or any of my friends really like and I love clothes and it's so hard to fit into clothes from anywhere when you're a bigger girl yeah and I suppose I hear like my friends going oh my god I'm so like we're all guilty of it like I'm so fat like I'm so ugly like oh my stomach's so big and I'm like do you know what no like you're stunning and that that's that like why have we all been conditioned to be like oh my god like I'm so fat like why is fat an insult do you know what I mean uh-huh. and that's the weirdest uh, thing is you would never like the things yeah. that we say about ourselves like if you're saying when you're you would never say about anything anybody else uh-huh. ever um so I suppose yeah to take this year and I was like I'm just gonna post what I want which like was scary for me I've always dressed how I want wanted to but I never would have posted on Instagram or like on TikTok or anything because I was like oh my god no like people are gonna be like she's humongous or like and I like who cares like who cares like if somebody's gonna say you're fat like okay carry on through there like I know I know I'm fat do you know what I mean but I suppose body confidence and body positivity like we I don't know at what point in our lives we like grew up and went oh my god she's so far she's so thin at what age did we go what did we start like conditioning our brains to be like oh my god that's an insult do you know what I mean or she doesn't look the same as this and she doesn't look like her but I definitely think like the plus size community especially um like there's been a lot more advocacy for it now like like Francesca Parks and Isabel and stuff like that like they're definitely their bigger platforms are like helping people who like me like a wee small like content creator like are given the confidence you know instead of just being like oh my god like I can't wear that and I can't post that because people are gonna be like why is she wearing that so I suppose I just like want to appreciate myself like I know everybody has their own way like flaws in their self but I just don't want to hate myself anymore I suppose like I was just like I want to look how I feel inside yeah and like feel how I look on the outside because I love clothes and I was hiding it away because I was like I can't wear that so yeah I think I'm just trying to be more like myself and like not cur as much I think that's what body positivity is like not current like just enjoying yourself and loving like the clothes and the skin you're in instead of like scurrying away from it I suppose yeah, so like what would your advice be to anyone because like you and your saying I know we're all guilty of it of thinking like oh I'll like I'll buy that dress when I look like this or when I'm this dress. yeah or I'll buy that and then I'll make me want to lose weight for it yeah so what would your advice be to anyone that's maybe like a bit apprehensive about dressing the way that they want to dress mm-hmm. because of how they look um oh my goodness um I suppose like you think so many people are going to look at you and be like what is she wearing but when we're out of this everybody's just going to want to be out of it do you know what I mean like nobody cares what you're wearing or what you look like 
But if you're wearing what you want to wear, you will feel 10 times more confident in yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, and you will feel like, oh my God, like I can conquer the world today. Like, instead of being like, oh my God, I'm scundered. Like, I am scundered wearing this. Like, if you wear what you want to wear, like, you're going to feel great. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that's, I don't know. I've always kind of wore what I wanted to wear. So I don't know how to say that per se but I love fashion and if you love fashion and you're like oh my god that I might look a wee bit fat in that so so you're gonna look great in it anyway do you know what I mean yeah like if you want to wear it you'll feel great in it yeah it'll make you feel great do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and especially with the summer and all coming in and all the bright colors like it's like it has to be a good summer this year I'm telling you oh, <laughs> I don't want to think that sort of thing too like the whole like lockdown and everything it's just I know. like life is just too short like I'm oh like like do you ever think about now like all the days when I was going out like couldn't be bothered like couldn't be bothered getting dressed and I just go out in leggings and a t-shirt and I'm like why did I, I know now I'm sitting in the house with outfits no literally like I shopped I don't know about you but I mean my online shopping situation is it bad was. The thing that every like, on is like we're on a first name basis. We're we're no, like my literal delivery man came to the door and goes, Has Michaela got no post today? To my mum, oh. I was like, sorry, no, no more orders, no, not buying anything else. Like, and I don't have the money, like I'm not working. So no, I need to wear what's in my wardrobe and look after the environment, I suppose. But I seen this TikTok like a couple of weeks ago and it was like what Earth looks like. And this girl like zoomed out, and I mean, it was like a speck of dust. Yeah, I've seen that in the zoom out, like the sun and all the planets and all. Yeah, and I was like, why do I even care what jeans I wore today? Like, oh my god! I was like, no, I'm wearing what I want to wear. Like them TikToks, I will literally sit up till the middle of the night being like, I can't, I can't cope. Like, I need to know what this is. So yeah, I think that's if you kind of look at it like that, like body positivity and confidence should come from that too like we're literally like a speck of dust in the in the universe floating about so like if you want to wear like skinny jeans more skinny jeans I know like realistically like when you realize that no one cares about like no one cares about what you're doing and if anyone does yeah. then that's just a bit sad for them isn't it 100% yeah I know but like it is like it's awful too because like if somebody's being bullied for how they look or if someone is like being made fun of or like it doesn't matter your shape or size or anything like that like if you feel like so embarrassed that you can't be yourself like it's it's awful Mm -hmm. like it's really really terrible and I just hope like this year after this madness of a year especially like people can feel like they can come out of their shells a bit more shells shells <laughs> shells <laughs> shells a bit more and just like do them say like do that do them like you just you do you do you know what I mean like you spend so much time thinking about what other people think of you instead of just like doing it for yourself I suppose I know really there's gonna be no room for shame in the post-corona world like no after the first night out, there'll be not, there won't be an ounce of shame left in the world. I don't think oh, there wouldn't need to be. If anyone's judging anyone else after that, it's bad crack. No, I know. <laughs> Half of the world will be out like blocked off their heads, just oh, dangling around the streets. Speaking of coming into like spring and summer of this year, mm-hmm. which hopefully is going to be a bit better than uh, than maybe it was last year, and maybe the past few months have been. I know. I know. I've been thinking extensively about my spring and summer wardrobe. What like trends? Yeah are happening at the minute or do you think are going to be happening that you're loving for like spring and summer um so uh the her pink right so pink I think is just going to be everywhere this year I really do because mm-hmm. we need that we need the happy colors we yeah. need the happy colors um and probably a lot of florals just because I don't know now this spring now they've said on the radio like oh it's gonna be really good weather this year will it though but we keep positive vibes um I don't know I've started slightly collecting for a spring wardrobe even though I shouldn't really be shopping but 
Um, I've got like some floral skirts and like we dresses and we spring dresses with some tights and like boots. I know those like military boots are like the most popular like thing to pair a dress with at the minute and I'm totally here for it. I love it. Like a pair of docks or something, like it's really, really cute. Um and just patterns, I think. I think like we don't realise like how much like the media like especially like our styles, like I'm not being funny, like see all these rings and like floral shirts and pattern shirts and pattern trousers like, and all that there. Like literally that is like my ring there. I'm showing it to Michaela I'm wearing like the C ring, you know, Harry Styles wears the like, one. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Love, love, love. No, that yeah. definitely he's like a huge influence, I think. Like yeah. one at the minute. Hopefully he starts influencing a, a few boys to dress better. That's all I'll say. I'm not I'm I'm sorry if there's any men listening right now but you need you just need to up your style game because absolutely style game absolutely. Northern Irish man it's not the one no now see if I tried to get my boyfriend to dress like Harry I would be I would be very much single in a in a quick heartbeat <laughs> yeah. but you do try and like shove the elements of like that pattern shirt would be really really nice <laughs> and he's like no everything you're saying the same is true the same is true for boys like don't feel the need to wear like tracksuits because that's what all like that's what all other boys are wearing Uh, want to wear something really crazy and out there then go and wear it and you know what the girls no the girls will go bananas for it like see a boy in baggy jeans compared to the ripped skinny jeans yeah not the one and I would like just literally baggy jeans and, and like your a t-shirt wandering yeah amazing that is literally fashion 101 but like if you feel comfortable in skinny jeans what can we really say about yeah live your life live your I, life yeah but I just think oh my god like like not just females like girls and boys can dress however they want I suppose Northern Ireland like sometimes you're more aware of it because it is such a small wee place and like if you walk down the street at home like you're like oh my god like I can't wear my fluffy bucket hat like down the street in Lurgan you know like up the town going to do the groceries on a Saturday but I'm hoping like our generation as absolutely will bring like the fashion for like the younger generation and they can just be like I don't care what I'm wearing like I'm just gonna wear it instead of being like oh my god like I am mortified so yeah I think think that's made like what has given a lot of people a big confidence boost is like because there's nowhere to dress up I feel like a lot of people our age now are going to be so used to being overdressed because we've been overdressed 100% like 100% like and people have bought all these funky clothes. Like, you're going to have to wear that outside. You spent money on it. So you're going to have to wear it. I want to see the funky clothes. Like, I just love it. Anything colourful, I'm just like, obsessed. I know. And then is there any, uh, I know we're saying everyone should be wearing what they want, but is there any trends that you uh, hate or any things that you keep seeing and you're like, oh, I don't like that? Or maybe just things that you personally don't like for you if you don't want to be out here fashionable. Yeah, <laughs> um, the only thing that I would not wear, now I don't know if it's because I've got like a big girl tummy or what it is, but like I could never wear a pair of skinny jeans again in my life. Like I couldn't. No, like, I'm sort of the same now too. Now that they've went, it's one of those things that feels like they've only been out of fashion now for like a year, but you're like, how? Yeah. Are no, like honestly, I. Like, I don't know how I breathe, like, could breathe in those jeans. Like, I mean, the circulation would have been cutting off my ankles. And I'm like, yeah, this is so iconic. Like, but I could, like, there is some people that wear skinny jeans. And I'm like, oh, I'm so jealous. But I could never. And I don't know. Like, I think that's kind of it. I mean, socks or sandals. I'm like, not that that seems to be like a common thread on TikTok at the minute. Like, girls wearing socks or sandals. And I'm just like. I know, I don't know how to feel about that one. I'm, I could be sort of on board with it because I don't like getting my feet out personally. I know, say same. But I just feel like if I walked out with socks and sandals, my mum would be like... Yeah, you have, you have to have serious, like, cool girl energy to balance. Oh, absolutely. There, there, there would have to be some, like, 
a lot like a lot a lot but then people in America pull it off and I'm like I don't want to do that I know because you see all these interests and there were in all these things and you're like oh I know I could just pull that off like going to the post office I know but that's the only place you'd be going like you'd be going to do the Tesco shop and like a ball down at this rate I know. I mean, depressing times, but sure. Hopefully, we'll get out and we're not wearing all our cool outfits over the summer. Funky jeans and big wide leg jeans. Oh, <laughs> and loving ourselves the whole time, of course. Of course, absolutely. I feel like it is definitely like self love is a journey, like a big journey. Like I posted that thing about like self love, and then the next time, next night, I was like, oh, I hate my life. Like yeah. it's one of those things that is like a. You kind of have to just grin and bear it. And like, but I feel like your 20s is the time to do that anyway. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. I hope. So uh, thank you so much for chatting to me today, Michaela. It's so fun. Thanks for having me. Next up, I'm going to be chatting to Derry-based band Levengro. Levengro is made up of Gareth, Emmett, James and Dave. The round was originally formed in 2015 and their new single, Get Out, is available for pre-save now and it will be out on the 12th of March. To hear more about the creation of their new single, their other new music, and some Jerry pickup lines, then stay tuned. And I'm joined now by Gareth, James, and Dave from Levengro. Thank you so much for being with me. Hi, nice to see you. Hello, how are you? I'm good. What's the crack news today? Go for it, Gareth. <laughs> oh, me? Oh, good. Oh, good. Uh, so Dave and, Dave and James are down in their miles. They're twins, as you can see. Um, I'm Hi. in the bathroom, and... Uh, Emma can't make it today, so Emma's the best player in the band, unfortunately, he, he can't make it. But yeah, we're all good, uh, just getting through lockdown, um, like yourself, so yeah, all's good. I know, barely getting through it, probably, like the rest of us. Mm. 100%. I know, it's tough. I know, well, sure, starting off bit, so just talk, talk about, like, when did you meet, and, like, how did you get together as a band and start doing all that good stuff? Yeah, so uh, we were all childhood mates growing up, anyway, so we sort of... I'm sure you two are... From- Ah, uh, <laughs> no, no chance. He's a new friendly colours head from Bear Warnock, but uh, empty. So the Gallagher brothers. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we actually, are we have some some disputes in the band, but um, so we we just started off just hanging around each other from kicking a ball in the street. They eventually starting music together, one of them things, and now it just went a bit too far, and we're in here for the long run now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can't get out of it. Uh, ah. <laughs> So he's probably get asked this all the time, but uh, Levengro is very like a different name, bit out there. So where did that come from? I'll take this one because it's sort of tied to me. Um, so basically, the name came from we started a band, and as most bands start, they couldn't come up with a name. And uh, me and my brother, who manages the band, were walking down the quay in Derry, and Darren, we were having this conversation, like you know, we had a famous, uh, we had a famous ancestor who was an author back in like the 1800s and stuff. Uh, and he was like, Jesus, that's right. Uh, and he was like, what's his most famous book? And his most famous book was called Levengro. So we go, right, we'll go, for, it sounds weird. It sounds like a band. So let's go with that. And originally we were called the Levengros. <laughs> you remember that? The uh, I'll say no. Maybe a good thing is changed. <laughs> uh, so um, <laughs> that's uh, if you think that's bad, when you hear the music we've done, but uh, oh, so, and then it, and, and then we changed the band in the room. People still don't have a clue what it is or what it means, but that's part of the mystery. It's part of the part of the thing. So it's cool. It's it's attached to us now, and we own it. Like so, yeah. Well, that's that's mm. a good story. It's very makes you sound very mm. you know intellectual. Ah, Take it. We're not. <laughs> so, who would you say are like your major musical influences in creating your sound? So uh, our major influences would be, I would say originally probably when it comes to like instrumentation, musical wise, probably like Red Hot Chili Peppers. And then if you were to take Red Hot Chili Peppers and mash 1975 from like Yarf and mash the sort of sad soppiness of Dermot Kennedy and that's sort of Levengro. Well, there you go, but everything. Uh, <laughs> It's a bit of everything. We like to be like a bit funky and then we like to do sad songs as well. Um, so yeah, it's it's we, we, we actually changed up our sound. We have a new song coming out now on the 12th of March uh, called Get Out. Uh, and it's really different to what we've done before. Um, it's more like 
and they pop music on somewhere like the academic while you type vibe. Like, so we're really looking forward to everyone hearing that as well. That'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what have you been like really listening to over lockdown? What have been like your lockdown anthems? I'll take this. So for me, like I've been listening to a lot of, do you know a girl called Maggie Rogers? No, I haven't heard of her. I've listened a lot to her and then a band called Christine and the Queens. Like so listening to a lot of like female, a lot of female artists um over so lockdown. International um, Women's Day. International Women's Day, yeah. I've been listening to a lot of a lot of female artists. Like um there's so many so many, there's so many really, really good ones coming through. I just sort of made a decision I want to listen to more like female. And I find the mu- like the music that's coming out way like so so cool, like, you know, so that's how I've just been listening away to that, really. What about you, lads? Uh, for me, it's been more like I've more or less been independent artists uh, as well. Because over lockdown, I've just been going down Spotify holes and just sort of listening to nearly everything. And I've discovered this artist called Golding, and I've just been listening to his stuff recently, and it's just amazing. Like he's so good, and that's really all I've been listening to. I've just, uh, I've just been stuck in the eighties. Like, I have my eighties. Getting my nice pages. This this man's a drummer in the band, so he brings that eighties yeah. sort of. Grooved up on the real puncher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that's so, like, just in a general sense, like maybe not linked to music. Like, how have you been finding lockdown? How have you been like staying sane through the whole thing? Uh, it's been, re- been hard, has not it, lads? Like, we've we've, we've had to do a lot of this, a lot of Zoom calls, really. You know, yeah. um, we're on the same bubble mainly now. Like, so we've been able to. Because uh, the lads love together, like, so you're allowed a certain amount of people, isn't it? And we've been able to go to Dave's house, and as you see behind Dave, he's got a bit of a studio going on. So we've been able to write and meet up. But it's been musically, it's been tough um, with no gigs and stuff, but creatively, it's been amazing for us. Like, we've managed to go away and record four or five new songs. Um, absolutely love every one of them. Um, and we've been really, really creative. So I suppose there's like a, a coin in the flip side, there's been a lot of pros and cons. Um, but I do think the cons outweigh the pros. You know, you miss getting out the road and miss playing games and missing all the good things, but like you have been able to do some some good stuff as well. Well, uh, you've definitely been staying active online because, like, I found out about you the same way that like anyone finds out about anything these days is through TikTok. Yeah, um, no, the first one I seen was actually the the dairy pickup lines one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Tear, don't funny. worry. We've actually never used them. Like it's, I don't know. I haven't known, but I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, we, we've, he, we've used a few. He's used a few. Uh, <laughs> oh no! I don't think I don't think he's that good at acting. Definitely looked like he shot some roaches though. <laughs> oh no! I know. Well, I just want to. How do you go about like making your TikToks and like all your online content? And what has sort of the reaction to that been like? Because like a lot of them are like really big views and big likes and all on them. Hmm. Aye, so like usually with TikTok things, we we just literally like we just sit there and go, right lads, let's just be ourselves, kind of. Let's just kind of mix all my ideas up on the spot. You know what I mean? And and, and and we just bust out the ring like that, and then just get it rocking like. But um. Ah, it's it's been over overall. It's been great tracks. I'm like, you know, everybody seems to love them. Like everybody's, like definitely them up. Like, you know what I mean? They love I guess them. Like, there was a point we actually thought we were shadow band. Ah, that's right, that. That's right. Because like we we like we had a TikTok <laughs> that it was nothing to do with us. It was just Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, and it, it was like one of our first videos, and it got like seven hundred and fifty thousand views, and it uh, just it went massive and. Um, Ever since then, that's not us. Like we just did our bit of crack. Uh, ever since then, our videos have been getting like none. So we we found it. We found it. We were uh, what's called like shadow band, and it's like your your videos don't do as well for a while. Uh, it's, it's just like a a conspiracy. Ah, uh, well, it's only like <laughs> <laughs> the past what, the past month. Our videos just started picking off again. Uh, oh no, well, sure, that's me. That's what I say when I don't get good likes on Instagram. Like, oh, it's been shadow band. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> That's it. The algorithm, it's all about the algorithm. It's a good excuse, like. And something I wanted to ask about was the cover that you did of Hero, because I didn't think it was quite funny. So I found out that you seen that, like, uh, the Dairy Pickup Lines TikTok and then went on to your Spotify and it was this pure, like, heartfelt cover of Hero. (laughs) I was like, like, there's a bit of a juxtaposition going on there. But uh, so was that like an Uh, NHS sort of like tribute thing? It was, I so we done a, we were like together, it was way back, 
I think you're talking five or six months ago, we, we wanted to do something because we were sitting really doing nothing at the time. Everything was cancelled and we were like, right, what can we do? We want to try and help or do something. So we thought we'd try and raise some money. Um, so we'd done a, a cover of Hero. So everyone was calling like the, the NHS workers and the HSE workers heroes. So we thought it was a really fitting song. So we do have a soft side, you know, um, the lads, we wanted to help out and um, we, we did. Like, so we, I think we raised like three grand or something, wasn't it? Something like, I can't yeah. remember off the top of my head, three or five thousand pounds or something for the NHS and HSE and it was, it was a lovely thing to do, you know. Uh, so you mentioned a wee bit earlier, but the new single out on the 12th of March is Get Out. So what is that song mm-hmm. about and like what was your process when you were going about creating that one? Yeah, so uh, the song actually was written at, uh, three months on the writer's block. <laughs> it was, uh, we just came back from London, the lockdown happened, and we were thinking about uh, changing up our sound a bit, and we were writing songs, and we couldn't write a song, and we were freaking out. As it's ever going to happen, as our creative side gone forever, we were sort of freaking out sitting there. Um, so we were all sitting together on a sofa, and we just started jamming, and it was the chords and the lyrics to get out. Started just singing this <clears throat> oil of blue, and then it was a sort of one of them eureka moments kind of thing where we realized, <clears throat> no, we still have it. And we straight away it was, I think we recorded a demo that day and sent it to a producer called Mike Butler in Dublin. And he just, he was unbelievable. He heard the song, immediately knew what he wanted to do with it, called us in the studio. He went down then on, was it June or July? Uh, no, summer. I think it was summer, that. September. It? it was September. Yeah. <laughs> right, we oh. went in the studio in September. Um, he loved the song. Just says, "Look, I have this idea already," and showed us it, and we recorded the full song. And then I think we recorded three more songs, and we we listened back to it. Even the, the very first version, the first draft. And when we got back to it, we were staying in a a house in Dublin, and we got back to the house, listened to the song, and just looked at each other and went. Thank you. That's that's a, that's a money shot. Like that. uh, it's a money shot. Like it's a it's a, such a catchy song. Like mm. Mm. I was sending like a recording of the lads. Remember the other day we were on WhatsApp and I had like the first time I think it was Dave came up with his chord progression and then like, there was something wasn't right. I, I took it home and started to try and write some lyrics and some of them are absolutely terrible. But that, we have the oh, voice recordings that I. I was sending under the and I came from like the bedroom and then under the suit. It was just amazing, like amazing process, you know. Mm-hmm. Doesn't happen too often, but there you go. But it works, it works. Mm. Mm. So I see a lot of artists have had to get creative with music videos this year, obviously because of like lockdown restrictions. So the get out music video is definitely no different, unlike yeah. some famous faces. So where did you get the idea for that music video? I uh, so we. Uh, we were just sitting down in our manager's place one day and uh, we were just sitting thinking what like what the hell are we going to do for a music video um, we, ha- we hadn't a clue like so um, deep fakes were trending it was, uh, the deep fakes things were tra- they were trending like so we just I think we just clicked them we were like oh my god well we just that avatarifies like kind of booming at the minute so will we not just do that like then we just kind of just kind of clicked them and I so he managed the uh, David there he managed to actually um no computerized the faces, but it, it was a long process, like through the, mm. the whole editing process for the whole thing. Like, but there, there must be about 50, 50 or 60 celebrities in there. Like, ah, there's loads. Uh, I think it was about uh, about seven, eight days of editing, <laughs> constant editing, like video editing, and it was just hectic, but it was worth it. In the end, we looked back at the end of it and just had a laugh, like, so it was good. Uh, That's it. We've got a couple, like, uh, a couple of our own, like, our own, we, uh, what, what's that word again? Oh, that's good. I've lost it. I come over with me. Cameos. Cameos. Our only, like, our only people we wanted to put in and stuff. Like, so, uh, that's it. That's cool. It's Daniel O'Donnell being one of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Love that. that that's definitely your that's dream it. collab, is it? Ah, uh, uh, you have got a collab with Daniel O'Donnell. I'm retiring. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Uh, so, uh, what are some of your best memories from like your pre-COVID sort of gigging and playing live? Um, probably uh, the, the the live gigs I the the tour in England was very good. Uh, that was it was a bit different days because it was going from releasing a song to getting signed up 
and then going and doing a tour in England and people doing and doing meet and greets and VIPs and all. So that was a good experience because it was different. And then coming back to Ireland and then supporting boys on Falls Park, uh, that that was just surreal. You can't can't like uh, get an experience like that again. Like it was was that like eleven thousand people or something. It was nah, just unbelievable. And I would say that's probably been the highlights of pre-COVID, the gigging, and definitely the record. I love the recordings process in the studio. And it's good that we can still have that during COVID. That's one of the positives, um, like you know, during the lockdown stuff. So, ah, that's a... yeah. Sorry, so you've uh, mentioned that you've had other, like recorded other songs and just recorded Get Out. So maybe it's hard as it is to plan things at the minute. What do you have planned for the rest of 2021, for the rest of the year? So the plan is, on our end, is just to release as much music as possible. Um, before we, we left, like, whenever we had a new song, we, we left it, like, a few months before the new song would come out. But this time we're going to try and go about, you know, six weeks maybe. Um, so we have all, this, all the material sitting ready. So it's still touch and go whether we're going to get any any gigs this year. Um, I think England, yes, but probably not in Ireland. I don't see it happening. So the plan is for us is just to release as much music as possible try and get on, you know, the Spotify playlist and stuff like that, and then try and do maybe some online online stuff in the future. Uh, we're planning some of things like that. But, yeah, it's, the main key for us is just getting as much as much music out there as possible this year. Exactly, yeah. and then, sure, hopefully you can get back to playing live as soon as possible. Ah, absolutely. That's too much for, like, that's the aim. <laughs> well, yeah, there's more stuff coming out, so make sure to follow the Van Girl and all their... Socials, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and keep yeah. up with everything that they're doing. Uh, thank you so much it's for chatting with me today. No, thank you. And now we are back again with our series regulars, uh, Trendy Scoop faves, Neve Bell and Emma Walton. Girls, thank you so much for being with me again this week. Happy to be back, Claudia. And of course, happy International Women's Day. Happy International Women's Day. It is a privilege to be spending it chatting to you two wonderful, amazing, very trendy ladies. Yes, we're all (laughs) reffing the girls today. So uh, who who wants to go first this week? Who should we have? Any volunteers? Who went first last week? I think it was Emma last week. So I'm happy to... I'm okay, happy to take one for the team rate. and go first. What is your week. what is your first recommendation for this week? All right, so my very first recommendation this week is a film that came out in 2019. And I'm sure some people saw it in the cinema then, but if you don't know, it's just been put on Netflix. So if you missed it on its original release, um, I would definitely recommend checking it out now. And that is Jordan Peele's film Us which has just been put on Netflix. Um, honestly, I feel like Netflix has uh, blown a big part of their budget for this year on it because I feel like really Netflix has been lacking it with the, the cinema hits recently, like the big budget films. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that Us had been put on, I was extremely happy to see it. Um, basically, if you have been living under a rock, Jordan Peele is the director who made Get Out as well. So if you've seen it, we def- definitely recommend giving Us a go as well. It's a very similar sort of vein where it is a horror film but it's kind of more of like a psychological thriller so like I'm not a very big horror fan myself but obviously I do a film degree so like you have to sometimes you have to deal with a a, a jump scare or two yeah but these films are so well made like they're so like clever and thought out and like if you're a fan of a plot twist there's like you know there's a fair few in every single one so uh, would definitely recommend it, even if you're not a big fan of the horror film genre, but maybe watch it with the lights on or something, because I went to see it in the cinema and I was actually bricking my, like I was bricking it in the cinema. Like I was the person, you know, with my coat kind of like up over yeah. my eyes a little bit. But anyway, I suffered through it for the film and it was 100% worth it because I did end up really, really enjoying it. Basically, um, if you don't know the storyline, it basically has... Um, a central character who is played by Lupita Nyong'o, who is obviously an amazing actress. But the film starts out and she's, it's her as a child and she's at this like fun house and she's walking through this uh, hall of mirrors and she realises that she's encountering her doppelganger who's living in one of the mirrors. So she thinks it's just her reflection, but she realises then it's actually her doppelganger. And obviously it scares the life out of her. She runs out and screaming. 
And you think that's the end of it. But then basically flash forward. And now she's a grown adult woman and she's on holiday with her family. And they start to notice that somebody is watching the house that they are on holiday in. And then somebody is trying to get into the house. So basically, I won't try and I won't give away too much of the plot, but they realize that everyone in the family has a doppelganger and they are now here to try and murder them. So that's all I'll say about the plot because it does get a lot more in depth than that. And if you think, I'd like, I know it does sound a wee bit silly, just like clones running around, but um, it really is like a very like interesting and psychological in the way that they do it. And Jordan Peele is just incredible. Like I find that he's just like so good at like bringing humor into the horror genre. Mm -hmm. So like it's like you actually will be laughing at it. Like obviously there's a fair bit of like gore and jump scares, but like you're also laughing at the same time. So I feel like it's just the perfect blend of everything that I'm looking for in a film. And if you hadn't had a chance to see it when it came out in the cinemas, definitely check it out on Netflix now. Definitely. I didn't see that when it got when it came out, so definitely did watch that. And Nave, that was uh, I don't know how you're feeling about that, Emma, but I was really getting spooked even just from it's your scary. dramatic retelling of the storyline. I went to see it in the cinema and I'm exactly the same as Nave. Like a film student hate horror film. but I do mm-hmm. love psychological thriller, but oh my god, even when you were describing that opening scene of her in the fun house, I was re- I was getting really scared that I had to zone out a wee bit because it's so scary. <laughs> But as you say, it's there's so such funny scenes and even like mm-hmm. like you'll understand when you see it, but even really gory scenes that are just hilarious. So Jordan mm-hmm. Peele is definitely someone that you need to keep an eye on. Um yeah. he is I am so happy you recommended it. But yeah, I'm very scared. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have to take totally. the lights on now, even though I haven't yes. really watched it. And actually there's like a, a fun fact that I actually found out after seeing the film in the cinema is that there's uh, these two adult twins in the film and the girls that play the twins were Emma in Friends. They were Rachel's daughter, Emma, like the baby in Friends plays the twins in Us, I'm pretty sure. So if you're oh, a Friends you fan, there's some Friends trivia. Watch it for that reason. Oh yeah. So thank you so much for that, Leave. That's Us, which is out on Netflix. And Emma, what is your mm-hmm. first recommendation for this week? Well, this my recommend my first recommendation is quite suited for International Women's Day as it is a women oriented story. It is a series that I've heard of before, but never really thought about watching until it was put on Netflix, and it's called The Bold Type. And it centers around these three women um, in their twenties who live in New York City and work for Scarlet Magazine, which is like a really progressive, like like it positions itself as a really progressive feminist magazine. And it kind of explores each of their individual journeys from they all started as assistants there. And now one of them, Jane, has become a writer. Sutton is still uh, an assistant, I'm pretty sure. And then Kath, the third one, is the head of social media. So it kind of follows each of them in their role in the magazine, their relationships and their romances. Um, and then the friendship between the three of them as the series goes on. So there's four seasons out at the minute. I'm only on the first season. But I think it's absolutely brilliant. And I can't believe that I've been sleeping on the show for such a long time because do you know when you watch shows that are supposed to be very like feminist, but then but it's very like stereotypical or it's very like cringy and cliche yeah, and you're like, like girl oh. boss. Yeah, exactly. But this is actually you feel like it is more more linked to reality and more rooted in reality. And so it's more relatable and it's very funny. Um and you've got some really great characters that are just really, you know, you know, very good, very good feminist characters. Um, so yeah, I am thoroughly enjoying it so far, and I recommend everyone to watch it. The Bold Type on Netflix, and the more I researched it, like it's been really highly praised. Like it's won all sorts of awards. Like every season always gets really high ratings. So I don't know why it's it's one of those shows that I think is like quite big in America but because of the network it's on you never really hear about it over here but now that's on Netflix I hope that um, more people get into it because it is a very good very refreshing uh, story centered around women that is not always it's not just rooted on the romance like it's very career driven and, and all that so yeah it's a very refreshing watch and very funny and what was the name of that again sorry Emma The Bold Type The Bold Type on Netflix Stunning, we love it. Feminist vibes. And Neva, what is your second recommendation for this week? 
So second recommendation is going along a similar route for International Women's Day. I thought I would pick a film that is directed by a woman and has a leading female actress. So I'm going to recommend The Miseducation of Cameron Post, which is available on Netflix as well. This film came out in 2018, I think it was, and it has Chloe Grace Moretz as the lead actress. So you think like, obviously, she's like the big name draw there. But I think it was actually pushed towards more of like an indie audience because I know it won at Sundance Festival, which is, you know, known as like a bit more of a like indie film festival. But uh, basically, the plot of the film is about this girl, Cameron Post, and she essentially um, is a queer character and she starts dating a girl who she meets at her Bible study class, which is honestly iconic in and of itself, right? But this raises some problems from her because her family finds out that she's dating a girl and she gets sent off to like a Christian conversion camp. So obviously you think it's like a very serious topic, but I find that the way that they've dealt with it in the film is like so approach, like approachable. And like, I guess it's lighthearted, not in a sense like the topic is taken very seriously, but um, I feel like the film really does like focus on the positives of like uh, her finding her true self and like finding her friendships and finding strength in the people that she surrounds herself with. So I feel like they deal with it really, really well. And like, it's such a good like coming of age story. Like it's uh, so she meets two two people at the Bible conversion or the, the conversion camp, and they're like sort of like renegade rebels, the rebel type, and they kind of show her that you know like there's a way that she can like stay true to herself and like not give in to like the pressures of the people around her, and it's just like it's filmed so beautifully. Like I think they filmed it out in like the American like countryside, and it's all like you know like fall vibes with like. Mm-hmm all like red leaves and like she's always like going for runs in the forest and stuff so it's just like a gorgeous film it's dealt with like deals with really like important topics in a really uh, approachable way and you know we just love female actresses and we love female directors so that's a great one for International Women's Day and that is The Miseducation of Cameron Post and it's available on Netflix. Definitely another great International Women's Day pick there from me. Thank you so much. And Emma, what is your second recommendation for this week? I am so excited because this movie made up such a large majority of my childhood. And I had kind of like forgotten about it. Not like forgotten about it, but like I hadn't thought about it in years. But it's been put on Disney Plus and it was re-entered um, the Disney discourse and it is Roger and Hammersmith Cinderella from 1997 featuring Brandy, Whitney Houston, Whoopi Goldberg, Bernadette Peters, strong, talented, amazing women and it's the best film ever and it's the best rendition of Cinderella ever. If you've never heard of Cinderella, she is the servant girl who um, is a servant to her stepmother and stepsisters a big ball but the prince um defined his wife and she's not allowed to go but then Whitney Houston helps her go but what makes this film so special and so spectacular is it is a musical and it is so good the best song the most iconic song I think the most the song that most people would know um or remember it uh, if you've seen it is impossible and girl impossible things are happening every day as Whitney Houston and Brandy once told me and they are correct it's very inspiring but my favorite part of the whole movie I think I say every part of this movie is my favorite part but this this part definitely might be my favorite is the prince is played by a most attractive man I think I've ever seen in my life like this was my first childhood crush and now re-watching it he's still my my crush he's the only man for me yeah and he has really set the standard way too high um but he is definitely oh he's amazing a great singer oh he's so cute but it's it's just really nice the deal with um you know the relationship between Cinderella and the prince like slightly differently than they do in like the original like 1950s version like they meet before the ball and stuff like that so you can't see a slight development it's still not like I feel like it's still not you know as like as it could be but you know it was 1997 and they did their best and they produced the greatest film of all time so I'm glad that Disney um, have dug it out of the archives and yeah that's Roger and Hammersmith Cinderella on Disney Plus and yeah you just have to watch it I can't believe I never I've never even heard of that what have you seen that Neve? 
happen. No, I'm going to have to give it a watch now, though, because Emma's clearly enthusiastic about it. But it sounds amazing, oh, like, and especially on this International Women's Day, we're going to have to make, make it intersectional. Yeah, uh, anything with, with Whoopi Goldberg I want to be a part of. Exactly, and it really is, like, Whoopi Goldberg plays the, the queen, she plays, like, the princess mom, but she really is, like, the monarch like it's not that the king rules like she is the she is in charge of the kingdom um and it's just and she's just amazing and i whitney houston oh my god in that film she is stunning like she is just amazing brandy is great because i i didn't even really know brandy when i was younger like i knew her as cinderella but if people know who she is like she she's in that she i think she's like a pop singer yeah, but it's just, it's so great. It's so funny. The music is so amazing. It really adds a lot to it. And I don't know why, like, Disney never continued, like, with that, those live action adaptations. Like, there's another, like, um, what was it? Like, the Muppets, Wizard of Oz. I'm pretty sure it's Disney. But it has, like, Jordan Sparks in it. And I don't know why they then went back to, like, the live actions that they do now, which don't really have as much, like, I don't know, like heart. I don't know. Sometimes it can seem a wee I bit think like some of their live actions now are just more like they're literally trying to remake the movie with real people instead of animation. Yeah. But like, like you're saying, like I feel like a lot of those, like when they did those live action remakes, like I know the one you're on about, the Wizard of Oz with Jordan Sparks, and like it sounds like that one there as well. They're like taking the story but adding something new to it by making it live action, which you don't really see yeah. as much with the new live action remakes definitely and then even recently when they announced that the they're going to do a live action little mermaid and they cast a black actress and people were like in uproar and got up in arms about it because they were like oh but the the aerials aerials of white with red hair and i was like that didn't seem to like no one cared about that with the roger hammers of cinderella and i thought that that was really refreshing that like that wasn't like a part of her character she just was that that, that she just was cinderella so mm. I, I like that and I don't know why then they, they went back on it. So I am glad that they've brought because then I think they did a reunion a few weeks ago because it's been on Disney Plus in America for a few weeks. So I've been waiting for like a month for this to, to be put in Disney Plus. Um, and they did a, a, a reunion with the cast and all. So yeah, they were talking about it and they were saying like, yeah, like it's so great that it's coming back. Um, and yeah, I just am so glad I found my people who like knew about this film and now you just have to all watch it. Definitely, definitely gonna have to give that one a watch. So thank you all again so much for all your recommendations for this week. A lot to a lot to watch there, a lot to keep us entertained and to keep us uh, feeling feeling empowered as women on this glorious International Women's Day. As we should, we should keep this feeling throughout the whole year and keep inspiring our our recommendations. <laughs> Absolutely, thank you so much, girls, and hopefully get chatting to you again next week. Have a good week, Claudia. Yes, thanks for having us, Claudia. And that is about it for this week's episode of The Trendy Scoop. Of course, thank you so, so much to Kuba and Ross that added the show. And thank you to all of our amazing guests, Michaela McConville, to Gareth James and Dia from Lavengro, and of course to Emma Walton and Neve Bell. I've been your host, Claudia Savage, and thank you so much for listening to this week's Trendy Scoop.